85. I'm Jessica Duffin. I'm an endo warrior, endo health coach, and this podcast is all about living and thriving with endometriosis. As always, this podcast is not intended to replace your current treatment and is here for educational purposes only. Before I begin today's show, I just want to give a word to my lovely sponsors, BU. BU have been helping me so much in the past couple of weeks. Um, I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram, you guys know that I have been doing a low oxalate, low histamine, autoimmune protocol, all the things um, to help me to kind of get to the bottom of my interstitial cystitis bladder pain. Um, obviously, I have been managing my endometriosis for years. And in kind of the absence of the endo pain, um, I became aware of this IC pain, which has progressed over the years. And so I'm on this protocol um, and there are still things triggering me and, you know, we're trying to work out what they are. Um, It's quite a complex situation and I don't think I would be getting much sleep at all if it honestly wasn't for the BU patches and and for the um CBD drops uh, CBD drops and spray and the sleep mist helping me to get to sleep and kind of calm down um in the evening because most of the time I would say 80 to 90 percent of the time I am trying to get to sleep in pain at the moment um, so having the BU patches and it's so, it's so ridiculous because I know how much they work. And literally two nights ago, I was like, just ride out the pain, just ride it out, be present with it, do some mindfulness with it, sit with the pain and just see whether you can, you know, relax into it. Um, and sometimes that's really, really effective. And sometimes you need a little bit of help. And an hour later, I still needed help. And I put the BU patches on and literally within minutes, as it, you know, kind of calmed down the area, I was asleep. So it's, they have just been my lifesavers. If you are new to the show and you don't know what I'm talking about, the BU patches are like plasters, long, thin plasters that you apply to your abdomen or your back, if that's kind of where you get the majority of your endo pain. Um, and they release natural oils into your skin that actually calm down and reduce cramping. Um, so lots of people use them for their periods. That's what they're designed for. Um, so many people with endometriosis swear by them, including me. Um, and now I'm just going to add interstitial cystitis into the mix because it helps me so much to manage that symptom. Um, when, you know, I'm going through a really tricky time with it. They also do CBD, a full CBD range, including drops, 
um, a balm and sprays. They have a beautiful smelling, completely natural sleep mist, which really helps me, as you guys know, I struggle with insomnia quite a bit. Um, they also have a chafing cream um, or a chafing balm and a menstrual cup. So definitely go and check them out because they have all the things to help you have a better period. If you want to check them out, the patches are available on subscription. You can soon buy them in Superdrug, so keep your eye out for those. And you can also shop directly on their website, which is www.buonline.co.uk. If you are outside of the UK, you can go to cultbeauty.co.uk and they actually ship worldwide. So definitely check them out if you want to try them and you're not in the UK. I just wanted to give a shout out to my lovely new sponsors and fellow endo queen, Samane. Samane is a natural plant-based supplement designed by twin sisters with endo, Catherine and Lauren. They were on the show a couple of months ago. The supplement is designed to reduce inflammation and pain signals during our period. And if you take it over several months, it will work to reduce the cumulative inflammation, which builds up and is so common in people with endometriosis and can really contribute to pain. Semaine is made up of nine natural ingredients, which have been shown in studies to reduce pain and inflammation in people with endo or with painful periods. These ingredients include some of my favourites, which you've heard me talk about again and again, and make my life much easier, including curcumin for lowering inflammation, ashwagandha for reducing stress and fatigue, magnesium to reduce muscle cramps, and anti-inflammatory antioxidant resveratrol. If you want to try Semaine, they are currently offering 15% off your first order and they deliver worldwide and do discounts for people who are living outside of the US to make shipping a bit cheaper. The link to their website is in my show notes or you can just head there directly at www.semainehealth.com. That's S-E-M-A-I-N-E. Okay, so apparently their new podcast release Day is Friday. Not intentional at all. I am planning to get to mon- back to Mondays. Um, but yeah, it's just, I'm really still trying to adjust to like batch creating content amongst like coaching every day and everything that comes with that and just continuing to write articles and, and blog and podcast. And the world has gone crazy. Every like, no one seems to know what day it is so um hopefully it's not too um I don't know hopefully it doesn't it's not too bad that this is coming out on Fridays at the moment and not Mondays I'm really hoping to get back to Monday soon but I'm aware that I said that two months ago but yes I really um appreciate your patience whilst I get back to normal um so this episode is again, slightly different. A couple of weeks ago, I did an Instagram live. I think when the UK first went into lockdown, um, I did an Instagram live taking you guys through a calming routine, morning routine that you can use to calm down your brain, um, bathe your brain in safety signals so that um, it didn't respond so acutely to pain. Because as I've mentioned before in the show, The brain's primary purpose is to keep you safe. So it is programmed to recognize threats and danger. And when it feels under threat at a time like we're facing right now, it's on a hyper alert. 
So it responds worse to signals coming from our body, like signals coming from our pelvis saying there's endometriosis here. What do you want to do about it? So the brain starts sending pain and inflammation to protect us. And in this case, it does it in a heightened manner because it's hypersensitive. It's on hyper alert. So what I've been doing a lot over on Instagram and in my Facebook group and in my newsletter is providing you guys with ways to calm your brain down, bathe it in safety, and as a result, reduce those pain signals so you're not getting flare-ups and you're not getting worse cramping and worse periods during a time when you really don't need that. So I took you guys through a routine to help you to calm those brain signals down, and I asked mindfulness teacher Kate McGowie um, to come on and take us through a meditation And so many of you that I've spoken to have told me that you really loved the live and it was such a lovely way to start your Saturday and you really appreciated it. So I did a poll and 100% of you said you wanted it to be um, released as podcast episodes for me to cut it up and release it into podcast episodes so that you had it permanently. So that's what I'm going to do. It was two hours long. Um, and some of it can't really be, I don't know, it can't be, um, what's the word that I'm trying to say here? Transferred into a podcast? You know what I mean. So I have split it into the meditation and then I'm going to split it into some of the other practices that we did as well and some of the question and answers. Um, So today we're starting with the meditation with Kate and this episode we're talking about the stress of COVID-19 and how it can affect our well-being and endometriosis pain levels. We talk about how meditation can change our experience of pain and then in real time Kate takes us through a meditation. So listen to the beginning, pause it, find some space to meditate and then take yourself through it. I think the meditation is about 15 minutes long. Um, it's beautiful. The people who did it felt that it was really, really soothing, really calming. So if you haven't done it yet, I hope that it does help you and know that you can come back to this episode at any point. It's always going to be here for you. And so whenever you want to meditate, if you want to use this, then you can just forward through this bit, forward through the bit where me and Kate chat and just use the meditation. Um, And just a heads up, this episode is recorded. So I did the live on Instagram and Facebook, but Kate could only connect on Instagram. So what you're hearing is what Facebook heard through Instagram live. um, And I downloaded the video from Facebook. Um, So the the quality isn't wonderful, but um, we've done the best we can with it. Also, another thing is Skype kicked me out for some reason, I don't know, eight weeks ago. I've tried making three different accounts and it won't let me back in. I don't know what the hell's going on. So I've been recording my interviews over on Zoom and the recording quality isn't ideal. So if you've noticed a difference in the sound quality, it's because Zoom's recording, sorry Zoom, but your recording is shit. Um... And Skype hates me. So I'm hoping to get back onto Skype soon. And of course, I've been releasing some of my Facebook lives and that's recorded through Facebook. So again, the sound quality is not that great. Um, But I hope that they're still useful to you. Please do let me know what you like. 
Obviously, all of you asked for this episode, but please do let me know if you like the Facebook Lives that I'm sharing with you um, because I'm doing them frequently. And yeah, I would just like to know if they're useful rather than me putting them out there when I could give you guys some other um, information and resources. Um, What else? Obviously, I hope you guys are staying safe and well. I am bringing out some new stuff soon, which I'm really excited about. Um, and I'll share that with you soon. Um, but yeah, if you've ever wanted to work with me one-on-one, but you don't have the time or the finances, then I think that this might be helpful. Just a reminder that there are tons of free resources to support you at the moment. And I've linked to all of them in the show notes of this episode, my free guides to managing endometriosis naturally, my symptom tracker. I've got three different shopping lists. Um, obviously the podcast, the book, the, my Instagram, my Facebook group. Um, so there's a lot to support you during this time. So, and obviously all my articles, my articles on endometriosis news, endometriosis net and in the blog. So feel free to use this time to just try and get your endometriosis as calm as possible with those free resources. Um, and also one more thing actually Um, I have one more space that's come up for my one-on-one endometriosis health coaching program called Owning Your Endo Life and it's a 12-week one-on-one program. We work together once a week, every week and I support you to create a roadmap for getting to the root of your most challenging symptoms of endometriosis and alleviating those symptoms Um, and we can work on your pain brain fog, fatigue, bloating, IBS issues, literally every kind of area of endometriosis, hormone, hormonal imbalance and insomnia, we work on and we um, discuss and address. So no, yeah, no challenge is too big or small. Um, so if you're interested in that, just head to the link in my show notes. I have a direct link to my coaching page or email hello at thisendolife.com. I've made some big tweaks to the prices in order to accommodate what's going on with COVID-19. So yes, if you're interested, just drop me an email, hello at thisendolife.com, DM me on Instagram, or just fill out the form on my coaching page. I really hope you're all well and staying safe. Uh, If you need a chat, you can always email me. I know this time is rough. Um, If you guys have got flare-ups, you just need some tips, just email me. And yeah, I will speak to you next week. How are you feeling? Like, how's everything in your world with like Corona craziness? Yeah, right. It's all a bit, all a bit odd, isn't it? I mean, I think we're so well prepared, or so well used to staying at home. Yeah, yeah. And those sisters have been doing this for so long. But it is, it is really, really strange. I'm recovering from surgery at the moment, so I was going to be at home anyway. Um, so in a way, it's quite nice that everyone else is kind of quiet. Um, but obviously, there's just so much to be worried about and so much anxiety. It's really trying to filter out as much news as possible, I think. And just, I'm limiting myself to kind of 10 minutes checking The Guardian, which is my site of choice. Missed out. I completely agree. I think that the media are doing, I'm just going to turn this up a little bit so that Facebook can hear um, you as you talk. Um, 
I think the media are doing really well out of this. Um, and I think that don't be afraid to mute people, even if they're your friends, basically. I've muted many people in the last week because it's just not been helpful for me. And for me to be able to show up as a coach and show up for the blog and just show up for the people in my life and be able to write like articles that I promised people I was gonna write, like I can't do that whilst being overwhelmed with negativity. So I'm um, making sure that I follow people who are helping at this time to share some like positivity. Um, and Rachel and Dave Hollis, actually I wanted to tell all you guys about this. Rachel and Dave Hollis, um, they are both like sort of motivational speakers, live coaches. They're doing a great job of um, spreading joy. They've got a hashtag, which is made for more, and that's just their general hashtag, but they've changed it to made for more joy. And they ask people to like share pictures of what they're finding joyful this, you know, that day. And that's been really helpful. And they're also starting on Monday, their 90 day challenge, which I did last year. It's usually the end of the, the last three months of the year. You end it as if you're starting a new year. So you're kind of doing all of these things for your health, your well-being, your goals in the last 90 days. Um, but they're doing it again, given what we're going through at the moment. And it starts on Monday. So I'm good. And it's free. So I'm definitely going to be joining that because it was so interesting what I was able to achieve whilst I did that last year. Um, I think it wore me out a little bit because one of the one of the things you have to do every day is get up an hour earlier than you normally would. And just because I haven't been sleeping well for a couple of years now with my interstitial cystitis, it was, I, I, it worked really well in some ways. I felt really good for getting up earlier, but then by the end of the challenge, I just really like <laughs> felt it. Um, I feel like I'm still recovering a little bit, but um, so obviously everyone just do, if you're gonna join, just do what feels right for you and what you're capable of doing. But I think it's just such an inspiring, um, yeah, it's just such an inspiring challenge. So um, I think that their Instagram handles are at Miss Rachel Hollis or at Mrs. Rachel Hollis. And I think Dave is just like at Dave Hollis. Or he might be at Mr. Dave Hollis. But if you guys follow them or go to their um, website, which is Hollis Code. Dot com, I think, as in Hollis Company, um, you can join the 90-day challenge there. So um, if anyone needs, if anyone is feeling like they're out of their routine, this is a lot about routine. It's about movement. It's about gratitude. Um, it's about our wake-up routine. So I think that it can be really helpful um, if people want to join. And of course, like today, we're going to go through a morning routine that you guys can add in what we do today and um, make it your own. So I think we've got like a good amount of people here. Facebook, hi, I'm so sorry that I'm like staring over here, but I'm just looking at Kate. Um, if, you, if you're on Facebook and you have Instagram, you can jump over to my Instagram where we're on live and you can see Kate. Um, and my Instagram is at 
this underscore endo life. I always feel like I'm going to get that wrong. Um, so, Kate, you're going to take us through a meditation this morning, and then I'm going to take us through a gratitude practice that I do every day, and I might do a little bit around goal setting, and I'm going to take us through some stretches for endometriosis, so some pelvic floor stretches. Um, and then I've got some questions that have been pre-submitted, some coaching questions, so I'm going to answer them. And I think a lot of them are going to be applicable to many of us on the call today, um, on the live. So hopefully they'll be helpful. And if there's questions at the end, then um, if there's time for questions at the end, then um, I'll let you guys know. But um, at 11 o'clock, I don't anticipate we'll be going to 11 at all, um, but at 11 o'clock, Endometriosis UK are launching the Virtual Endometriosis Awareness March, so you guys can hop on to that as well, so I want to give you guys time in between those to have breakfast and things like that, so um, I'll only do the live questions at the end of this time, but I've got some pre-submitted questions and anything that doesn't get answered, you can always submit them and we'll do that in the next live call. Um, cool. So, Kate, do you want to tell us a little bit about the meditation that we're doing today and why at this time it's so kind of necessary? Yeah, definitely. So, hi, everyone. Um, I'm going to take you through what's called a sitting with breath meditation. So, it'll be quite a short one. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you already have a meditation practice or a mindfulness practice anyway. I just want to talk a little bit about why it's so helpful for those of us who live in pain um, and who may have more anxiety around that pain. Um, and it starts with suffering. I think that's something that we're all quite familiar with um, if we experience endometriosis. And what you might not know is that suffering can occur on two levels. So we have what's called um, our primary suffering, and that's where physical pain signals come into the body and there's not a huge amount that we can do to control that very often. But what we have overlaid on top of that is what we call our secondary suffering and that's much more around the kind of fear, the anxiety, the stress of the primary suffering. So when you start to experience a flare-up for example, all of that kind of anticipatory fear, the anxiety, humans are the only species who can kind of pre-experience trauma I think you'll all know what I mean when a, when a flare-up starts and just that, that feeling of knowing what's yeah. coming. Um, and all of that really feeds our primary suffering. So it's almost like we're carrying around an oxygen tank that just feeds our pain. And this is in no way to say that your pain isn't real, but it is amplified very often by what we call our secondary suffering. And this insight is really important because what it helps us to see is a path between those two things. Um, and if we can start to tease them apart, then we can really reduce our overall suffering and the impact that pain has on us overall. Um, and certainly our distress, I think, that comes with living in pain. And if we can see those elements laid out in front of us, we can navigate a path between them. And if you understand the mechanism of pain a bit more, you can begin to temper the power that it might have over you. So focusing on the breath, what it does is it allows us to come back to the present moment. As that moment unfolds, kind of moment by moment essentially, 
And that teaches us over time a subtly different way of relating to experience, whatever that experience might be. Um, and ultimately, that helps us distinguish between pain and suffering. So our ability to regulate our experience um, and our relationship with pain becomes healthier over time and as we practice this meditation more and more, and as we bring a more kind of mindfulness approach to our, our day to day life. So that's just a little bit of context. Um, we'll start the meditation now. So I don't know if you guys are sitting on the floor like I am, you might be on the couch, you might actually still be in bed, all of those things are absolutely fine, just wherever you are, um, make sure you're comfortable. I'm just going to move my plant because it's like hitting me in the back of my head. Yeah, if you've got a plant hitting you in the back of the head, move it. Okay. Um, I quite like to sit up on a cushion. Um, I just quite like to have my hips a little bit higher. Um, that's not for everyone. It's just whatever makes you feel kind of more comfortable. Um, so once you're, you're a bit more comfortable, we want our spines to kind of be erect, and that's because we, we want to bring a sort of a dignified awareness to this practice. And we want that mirrored in the way that we're that we're positioned in the way that we sit. Um, it's not necessary to sit cross-legged in any kind of lotus position. None of that's necessary. Just be comfortable. Your hands can be palm down on your legs. They can be palm facing up. They can just be resting in your lap. It's entirely up to you, whatever feels whatever feels more natural to you. Um, and also just to say that mindfulness meditation is not a practice in sitting still. So if you're experiencing any serious discomfort during this practice, feel free to make adjustments to be comfortable. We really, you know, I really want you to be comfortable as we go through this and not um, suddenly feeling an intense pain that would be eased by just shifting slightly. So, as we come into this position, just gently allow your eyes to kind of slowly close or just soften your focus down, whatever's more easy. And I'd like you to just take a really, really deep breath in and out, just to kind of arrive, just sort of land in this moment. And I know a lot of us might still be quite tired, so closing your eyes might feel a bit dangerous if you're feeling a bit sleepy, but it's okay, just go with it. Now just bring your, bring your awareness to physical sensations, the feelings of touch or pressure, so where your feet are on the ground, or your bum is on the chair or on the ground, on the bed. Maybe the sensation of your hands. Just resting in your lap or resting in one another. Just being aware of that sensation of being kind of held or supported by the ground. Now start to bring awareness to that physical sensation of the breath moving in and out of your body. 
just notice where you feel that the most. So it might be you feel it very strongly in your chest or maybe in your belly. It might even be that you feel the sensation of air moving in and out of your nose. Wherever it is, just notice and maybe if you want to bring a hand to that place, whether it's your chest or your tummy. Just feel that sensation, that rise and fall. If you have your hand on your, your chest or your belly, just place it back where it was. But keep that awareness on that, just that expansion and that contraction. As the breath moves in and out. And all we're doing is noticing. We're not trying to change the breath. We're not trying to control it. We're simply observing. We're really just letting the breath breathe itself. When your mind wanders, because it will, that's just exactly what minds do. Just notice and bring your attention back to your breath. Your mind might wander a hundred times and that's absolutely fine. As long as each time you become aware of it. And then gently but firmly guide your attention back to your breath. To that physical sensation of the breath coming in and going out of your body. might want to focus for a few breaths, purely on the inhale, so keeping your awareness on the whole of the inhale, maybe noticing a slight pause at the top of that in-breath, or the breath moves back out of the body again.
and maybe just for a few breaths, switch your attention to the whole of the exhalation. Feeling that contraction in the body as the air leaves your body. And again, maybe noticing that slight pause at the bottom of that outbreak before your body just brings more air in. best you can bring that awareness to the whole of the breath, the whole cycle, that inhalation, maybe noticing that pause, don't force it if it's not there, the whole of the exhalation, and again noticing the pause if there is one. Again, if your mind wanders, just notice, congratulate yourself for noticing. There's no judgment, there's no criticism. It's just exactly what minds do. Just notice with a feather-like touch almost, maybe being aware of what it was your mind was doing. Was that planning? Was it worrying? Was it thinking? Just notice. As best you can, bring your attention back to your breath. Just know that your breath is always there, it's always with you. It's an anchor for your, your awareness, for your attention. It allows us to tap into this kind of deep domain within us. This, this territory that lies inside us where there's, there's well-being and there's, there's peace and really where all we're doing is uncovering what's already within by focusing on the present moment.
and if you're experiencing sensations of pain or discomfort. These can be eased by slight movements, please make them. If it's a deep pain that's taking your attention, just acknowledge it. And as best you can, just bring your attention back to your breath. take this opportunity to set some sort of intention for the rest of your day. So this could be a word or a sentence, just an energy that you want to carry with you into the rest of your day. And if this isn't your thing, that's fine. But if there is something that you think you want to keep in mind during the day, just take a moment to Think about what that might be and just to connect with that, that feeling, that emotion, that energy. And if you're struggling to think of something, maybe just settle on something like compassion for yourself, for others, maybe just a bit more kindness yourself today. Now start to be aware of those physical sensations again, those feelings of touch where your hands are resting on your thighs or perhaps resting in one another. That sensation of pressure may be the ground beneath you. It's coming back into the room a bit more. And knowing as you start to move back into awareness of what's around you, that this feeling of being present, you carry it with you all the time. The breath is always with you. You can always come back to this present moment. this feeling of well-being and peace. And when you feel ready to start to blink your eyes open, you might want to stretch out your shoulders a bit, wriggle your fingers, just take whatever kind of movement feels right. There we go. Thank you so much. I feel like we all needed that. Um, and I really apologise. Margate is super windy. So could you hear like the howling wind? I couldn't hear anything, no. Okay, good. Because it's making stuff <laughs> rattle outside. And so I was like, oh, I hope people can't hear the howling wind. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was so lovely. Thank you so much. Do you meditate every day? Like, how, what's your meditation routine look like? I do, I do try to, and I think it's, you know, it's so important to understand that it, it doesn't have to be this, um, this kind of grand ritual 
where again you're sitting on the floor in lotus position you've got candles lit and you're can only do it on a mountain top or mm -hmm. you know it's, it's when we were commuting to work um i would spend 10 minutes on the tube meditating every day um but i do tend to spend a couple of moments in the morning and definitely in the evening and again it doesn't have to be hours you know i think people very often are quite intimidated at the thought of needing to set aside hours and hours to do this. Five minutes, 10 minutes can really make the difference. And the thing with mindfulness is you start to then bring it into your, your day to day, you know, the way you interact with the world and the way that you relate to experience around you. It, it's not just something that happens when you've got your eyes shut and focus on your breath. Yeah, absolutely. Do you recommend for anyone who feels like they need a bit of structure um, or they need just a bit of guidance, do you recommend any apps or any YouTube channels? Yeah, definitely. There's so much out there. I feel especially at the moment with what's going on um, in the world, there seems to be an increase in the number of resources, which is just wonderful. Um, I personally got started meditating with the Headspace app, which is so great. Um, it's They do charge, but I think the first 30 days are free, which for me was a really useful structure um, to try and get through that first 30 days and to build the habit. Yeah. Um, Calm have some great ones. There's an app called Move, Think, Breathe, which also has some wonderful free guided meditations. And there are some on my website as well. Okay. Um, but I, I think having guided meditations to start is really, really useful. And after that, you can start to do something more on your own. Mm. And I think it's just understanding as well that it's not, it isn't this um, need to clear your mind all the time, because that's just not something that I think we can do. So being aware that if your mind wanders, it's absolutely fine. And just not to get angry and frustrated, but to just gently come back to your breath every time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I... I used to use Headspace and then I got the app again for free beginning of this year because I just wanted to reset a routine like there was a couple of like courses I wanted to go back to um and then the free trial expired and I accidentally paid for the whole year so now <laughs> so now I'm using it for the whole year but you know what I love about Headspace is that you can set it some of them not all of them but some of the meditations you can set for like one or three minutes to 20 minutes and you know ideally like 20 minutes um the 20 minute session has been shown to be really effective but doing just one minute if i'm like really busy one day just doing one minute in the morning um like before our call i got in three minutes you know and so like most days i'll try and do 15 but sometimes that's not possible and that's okay. So if you feel intimidated by um, meditating and doing it alone, I think Headspace is a good one to start with because you can tailor it to such short spaces of time. So yeah, so I've got that. <laughs> I've got that all year now. <laughs> that's um, great though, it's obviously meant you obviously needed it to yes. some level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Thank you, Kate, so much for coming on. Um, are you resting today? Are you going to continue to recover? Yeah, yeah I, am. I am, but I'm going to jump online 
at 11 for our virtual march. Yeah. Looking forward to Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. I don't know Thank how to... Can you see how for you to leave? Leave. Okay, because yeah. all I can do is end the whole the whole life so and also where can people find you if they want to um hear more about what you do like yeah where can people find you yeah absolutely so i am on instagram at at the underscore and balance underscore blueprint or my website is thebalanceblueprint.org so if anyone wants to find me to learn a bit more about how meditation can help with pain and suffering um, do let me know. You're wonderful. Thank you so much, Kate. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your morning, guys. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by BU. These natural patches last for 12 hours, so they bring prolonged relief and can begin working on relaxing your muscles before the pain kicks in. So you're prepared even if your period comes during the middle of the day. So if you know you're due on, you might want to start wearing your period patch 24 hours beforehand, just so that your muscles begin to relax and you're less likely to have really bad cramps. To find out more about BU, you can just head to the link in my show notes or go to www.buonline.co.uk. This episode is also sponsored by my free endometriosis symptom tracker. If you kind of feel a bit overwhelmed by your pain and your symptoms and you really just don't know where to start with managing them, then tracking your symptoms over a couple of months or even just a month to see what your triggers might be could be really helpful. I've put together a free download that helps you track your pain, your mood, your brain fog, uh, your bloating, where you are in your cycle, your eating habits, your stress levels, so many different things um, in a really simple and effective way. If you'd like to try it out, um, obviously it's free. Just head to the show notes, follow the link, and you can get your own copy. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about what I do or read more on endometriosis and living well with it, um, you can head to my Instagram page, which is this underscore endolife. Um, you can head to my website, which is www.thisendolife.com. And... You can also get um, a free guide to managing endometriosis naturally on my website. Um, I've put the link in my show notes. It's a beginner's guide to getting started and all of the areas that I um, have worked on to help reduce my endometriosis symptoms and pain and live well with endometriosis. As always, if you like this show, please rate, review and or subscribe really truly does help others to hear the podcast and hopefully will help them to live better with endometriosis this episode was produced by the pod farm whether you're an established podcaster or just getting started visit thepodfarm.com to see how they can help you go from an idea to a finished show that's ready to be heard by the world 